0: if
1: you want. To, if you guys want to sample anything, more than welcome to. We uh, we should. Are you, <laughs> uh, are you thirsty this morning? I'm always thirsty. You can't drink. Can't. can't yeah, have too many, but I'll, I'll, I'll have, do. Uh, And we're back with another episode of the Bourbon Pursuit Podcast. My name's Kenny, and today we are on site at—I uh, don't know—would you call this Reebok Candles, Fall City Lighting? We got a few different businesses from our guests today, but uh, I also got Ryan here. So, Ryan, how you doing? Cold man. This weather here is insane. It's—it's it's really
2: suck to live here. It's—it's it's been sixty degrees one day. Now it's been like eight
1: degrees. It's really good for bourbon expansion in the barrel, but sucks for us. I agree. I think I saw a um, pretty funny... Cartoon the other day, and it said, Why do I live in a place where the air hurts my face? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of like, that
2: as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like, why? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess for, for the bourbon world, it's going to be good. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of weird. Everybody kind of thought that since really winter didn't start up until, this yeah, we had week, the
2: El Nino effect yeah, all, all winter. So we far. had
1: basically had like 70 degrees on December that kind of takes away from the whole, thought process of oh kentucky has really cold winters really hot summers it's great for expansion contraction and we didn't know if winter was going to come around and a lot of people were thinking that okay well these 15-year bourbons are going to taste like 10-year bourbons <laughs> right. if that's what it's going to be because they're not getting the the same effect through all this but
2: yeah they're definitely expanding contracting right now so
1: uh yeah considering uh it was like 60 yesterday five today <laughs> snowing yeah. tomorrow whatever it is right? exactly yeah so uh, let's go ahead and continue on the show. Today, we have Chad Hartsfield. Uh, Chad runs a few different businesses. And I'm not going to ruin it, but uh, Chad, let's go ahead and introduce yourself. So uh, first, before we start, give us like your uh, your background in bourbon. So how'd you get into it?
0: So I got into it kind of by moving up to Louisville from Florida. Um, I used to drink uh, Canadian Canadian whiskeys down in Florida.
1: Seven and seven. <laughs> yeah. Richard right. Rare. Rich and <laughs>
0: um, But when I moved up here, bourbon was the thing to drink. So I wanted to get involved with the bourbon community and see what it was all about. My experiences in Florida with uh, bourbon was Jim Beam, and it wasn't really a good experience. <laughs> <laughs> but once I got up here, I started uh, trying different ones. Started off with old granddad, bottled and bond. And uh, just kind of went from there. Well, good. So um, let's talk about your business or your few different businesses, whatever
1: it is. We'll talk about the main one, really, while we're here today and all the different things you do with bourbon. So I guess kind of tell everybody, uh, you know, why you're on the show today.
0: Um, well, I own a couple different businesses. One of them is an event lighting company, and then the other one is Rewit Candles. And we basically take empty bourbon bottles, um, cut them, and make candles and light fixtures out of them. Mm-hmm. So I, we actually got to go and see the shop a, a little bit earlier today. So I guess talk to us about,
1: um, you know, first, what was the inspiration behind it? Like, did you see a need in the market? Uh, Have
2: you was... been in candle making your whole life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: never thought I would be.
0: <laughs> um, well, I had a bunch of empty bottles, um, wine bottles and stuff like that and i was trying to figure out what to do with them should i throw them out you know what can i do and i've seen online different people you know cutting the bottles with a few different methods and i tried them it didn't really work out too well and then i had a friend was it suggest the whole, like
1: use a string with a lighter yeah. kind of thing yeah <laughs>
0: it was very unsuccessful <laughs> but um had a friend suggest using a um, a wet saw to cut them and so tried that out a few times had some success my friend uh Mo McKnight owns a uh, art gallery over in the Nulu district of Louisville. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, I have to have some candles in here. The person that was making our, you know, candles can't keep up with orders." So, I was like, "Oh, I'll give it a shot." Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it started. And This was about a year ago in December, and every, you know, I'd bring up 10, 15 candles, the next day she'd be like, "We sold them all. I need more." So, so how does it work with, like, say you have a Maker's Mark uh, bottle
2: or Pappy bottle? Do you, Is it is there anything with you know the, the distillery that
0: they have to get a cut of it since it's used, or how does that work? Well, so I have uh, an attorney that's been helping me, and he actually, <laughs> I found him uh, through, he brought me some bottles. He contacted us, and he wanted some candles made. So uh, we've had one small little legal issue, which is honestly not a big deal, and he's handling it. Right now, um, but basically the bottles are purchased, so then they become the owner's property, and um, so once they're purchased, we can modify them and do whatever we please with it, and are allowed to resell it because we are changing the purpose of the bottle, and we are not, you know, altering the branding or anything like that, and so right. So uh talk to us a little bit more about the process, right? Uh we you know we got to go and see the shop. We
1: we you gave us the the whole the whole deal the the cutting to the beveling to the the wax creation process. So I guess kind of kind of give us the uh the soup to nuts start to finish of of when you get a bottle from somebody just in case anybody out there is trying to figure out how do they take on the Yankee Candle company.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um well Basically, we get a bottle and we'll use a wet saw to cut them. Um, different bottles, um, depending on their shape, take different kind of cuts. And then once they're cut, we let them dry. Then we bevel them, um, let them dry again, sand them, wick them, and then pour them. Mm-hmm. So, talk about a little bit about like wax, right? Because first off, I don't even know like how
1: you make wax, how you get wax. Like, yeah, how do you experiment with Martin videos and stuff yeah, like <laughs> How do you experiment
0: with scents? Like, all that sort of stuff. Um, well, just figuring out what wax to use took a long time. We were and are still trying different waxes. Um, we found one that we use um, currently, which works great, but there are so many different kinds. You have all natural soy wax. And then you have blends and you have paraffin. And so it was a lot of research and, um, just a lot of trial and error. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. So you also have some interesting scents down there. We, we were smelling like charred Oak. Um, I don't know, some other scents. So kind of tell tell us like, what are the more popular ones you do? And, uh, if you are, since you are putting these inside of old bourbon bottles, I mean, are you really trying to mesh that whole, like, kind of like, I don't know, manly smell to it. Right. Like I doubt many people are like saying like, yeah, give me another French vanilla. Right.
0: actually that is a <laughs> pop- drop a that sheet. is a popular one um, <laughs> so we actually when researching scents i was hoping there was already a, a bourbon scent and i'd ordered some from um, a company online and when we got it it smelled like baked goods just like <laughs> caramel and um so we started experimenting with mixing other fragrance oils together to try to make a real bourbon scent and it mm-hmm. took A good bit of time, but we finally made one that we're okay with putting, you know, our name on that's Kentucky Bourbon. And Mm -hmm. we've done the same. We've made Charred Oak Barrel and an Angel Share, which is more of a a clean kind of scent. And I would say Charred Oak, Kentucky Bourbon, and Angel Share are our top sellers. Right. So, I mean, you have
1: these scents. Like, are you putting patents on these scents? (laughs) Like, we've got the right mixtures. Like, nobody else is going to take this
0: or? No, we just, uh, not expecting anyone to try to copy them and get the exact thing. So yeah, I got you. So um, talk to a little bit
1: more about like you know where do you get your bottles? Because um, you know I've seen you on forums kind of talking about people saying like no, don't break your bottles. Like I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll pay a few dollars for them. All these other kind of things. Because uh, we get to go down to the workshop and you've got probably I don't know close to two hundred fifty, maybe five hundred empties down there yeah. that you've kind of got ready to ready to go and get cut and. Start making a profit on, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, well, we started out with a local bourbon bar. They were uh, bartering their empty bottles in exchange for candles to put on all their tables. So we made them a whole bunch of unscented candles and uh, would pick up bottles from them weekly. Then they started having an issue with people stealing the candles <laughs> off the table. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, so like hotels and Bibles, right? I mean, yeah.
1: it's, it's funny. It's funny always. That's in like the kind of, trees. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: So that's how we started and then uh, just reaching out for donations or trading we um, will barter candles or lights for um, you know different bottles specifically rare bottles um, that are harder to come by but we always um, we're in the process of reaching out to some other bars and um, we actually have been working with a couple of distilleries and taking the bottles from their tasting rooms. Mm-hmm. to you know turn in the candles and then for them to actually sell them in their gift shops. I'm about to have some empties as well. I'll hook you up. <laughs> Good I <price>. need them. <laughs> so so what's the uh what's the reaction when
1: you go to these different bars or these um I guess you say the distillers and the tasting are they are they uh they're like, you know, they gotta think about it for a little bit or are they kinda like, yeah, I mean sure they're empty
0: bottles, they're just gonna go in the trash anyway. It's uh it's either or. Some of them are <laughs> like, like why you want it. No, some of them are like We don't have the time to do that. Our bartenders aren't going to save them. We don't have the room to, you know, put them to the side. Others are like, sure, yeah, of course, we'd Mm -hmm. love to. So it's really hit or miss.
1: And I guess when you're getting all these bottles, I guess what type of scale do you want to get to? Because we went down there and I noticed you got like one like industrial wet saw, like one beveler, right? So basically, you're doing like one bottle at a time here. you know what's been the market reaction, and have you been able to keep up with demand uh, for these kind of candles?
0: Well, Christmas time we were uh, a little backed up. Mm-hmm. Etsy orders are going out a little bit late. We had way more demand than we anticipated, and not enough um, staff to help. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, two artists artists that work with us um, that help keep up with demand, but I mean our Response we've gotten has been great. We have um, a couple of stores locally that are begging us to get the candles in there, and we're just constantly working on orders that we've been backed up with. But as far as scale goes, unfortunately, that's where we start getting limited because it is a piece of art. It's artwork, so to be able to get up to you know a high grossing company, it's almost impossible. Right, especially with the candle side of things because the candles. Are not very profitable, and they take nearly as much time as um, making the light fixtures. Right. So I see the future of the company more going towards the light fixtures, and actually, we're looking to start making custom bourbon display shelves and um, furniture and stuff like that. Let's talk and, about that. Yeah, and
2: we get tons of emails from listeners that are like, "Hey, I got this old bourbon barrel. I want to turn a bar. What do I do there? Who, who can you send me to? Email do me something, you know." And it's <laughs> yeah. like. It just seems like the demand is there for that, you know, those type of products.
1: So, so talk about your light fixtures, like talk about some of the things that you're, you're starting to venture into, because I know you've got all these bottles, um, and you're looking of, of new ways to incorporate them into different kinds of, I guess you'd say household art.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we make pendant lights, um, and we use all of our light fixtures. We use the, um, cloth cord to make it have more of an old school vintage feel. Um, so we use, um, reclaimed wood for the desk lamps, and um, we're looking into other ways to incorporate bottles. Um, so it's something we're researching now, but we've made um, different fixtures for like uh, Mictor's Distillery for their um, trade show booth, and um, we've made barrel stave sconces. We've made um, several barrel, um, barrel head displays for stores. But um, just looking to find different purposes for the bottles, and, and that's been, you know, something we've been working on.
1: And for anybody that's interested, we are going to have pictures of everything on the website. So once this, this actually goes live, you can go to the website, look at the show notes. We're going to have all the pictures on there, as well as contact information in case you want to get some of this information. Customers are rushing to your store. The distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code Pursuit at checkout for $5 off your subscription. So as as you're looking for all these different things you want to build, uh, what are you always on the lookout for? Um, because you're you're talking light fixtures, furniture, bottles. Like when you're going out and I don't want to say shopping, hunting, uh, picking, picking, drifting, <laughs> yes. whatever you want to call it. Right? Uh, you know what are you always on the hunt for to to be able to incorporate some of this stuff?
0: Um, I'm always on the hunt for vintage bottles and ones with labels, decanters, stuff like that, ones that we can use, but also salvaged wood, um, barn wood, stuff like that. Um, And just older parts, older light fixture parts and um, anything I think I can use into the process. Bourbon barrels, obviously. so it's really just a wide array of stuff, and I buy a lot of stuff, so <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm always looking it. for something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We went down there, and he's also got
1: part of a side eBay business, and uh, you got you got some shelves of uh, random like fans, and uh, yeah. I don't know all this other kind of stuff down there. So yeah, uh, maybe a little bit of a hoarding problem, but it's a good hoarding problem. <laughs> you know, we're we're actually recording this uh, at his home bar and his, his loft, and uh, I'm probably looking at close to probably 200 bottles, maybe more than that. Yeah, no, let's talk about this collection.
2: <laughs> It's impressive.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I guess kind of talk about, you know, when did you start collecting? Uh, how did you get into it? And I guess is it is it just like something that you just get, I mean, I know I do. I get enthralled with something and then you just can't stop.
0: Yeah, I've been that way my whole life. <laughs> and I've been collecting stuff my whole life. Um, it was about a year ago. And I just uh, was added to all these forums, saw all these people's uh, vast collections and wanted to get in on it. So, my thing I really like is discontinued older tax strip stra- uh, stuff um, like that. And so, right now, I'm on to prohibition and pre prohibition, but finding mm. those bottles at a. Everyone else is as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Finding them at a the know, affordable cost stuffed. is yeah. um, nearly impossible. So, <laughs> what's well, some of your prizes that you have? Ooh, I have an antique. Um, Antique. I forget the second word to the label, but um, it's a 1933 um, pint, and it has uh, the box with it, and it was distilled at the George T. Stag. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's that'll
1: that'll fetch a price tag, I think. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess for anybody that is hunting out there, and if they're dusty hunting, because at least I know for me, uh, I travel a little bit for work, and I I go and I I start and I try to find you know places to go and shop for bourbon. Uh, but it seems everything's cleared out, right? I mean, it's it's yeah, hard to my, find anything. My recent
2: trip to Florida, I used to have a honey hole at the ABC, and now it's everything's gone. It's like everybody's caught
1: on now. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of the way it is. So I guess talked about, like, if you are dusty hunting, you're tax trip hunting, like, what are some of the avenues that you go through as well? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting ready to spill all your secrets.
0: Yeah, PCW. I'll give you a few. Uh, Craigslist and... Online forums, going to estate sales and auctions, um, that's a good way. I haven't had a lot of luck, but I know people that have, um, especially with the older bottles. I personally, I've stopped at hundreds of liquor stores in the past year mm-hmm. all over the country, have not found one good Dusty, not one <laughs> with a tax strip or anything, but um, – so I'd say online is right. the best bet. You might have to pay up for some of them, but it's sure. where they're most readily available. That's
1: sorting the way it looks. So if, if, at the same time, you know, we're looking at your
0: collection. What would you consider most of your?
1: I, I'm, I'm, you look like you have a ton of bottles open. So if you had a if you had a <laughs> bottle open count, what are you at? And then what would you consider your daily drinker?
0: I would say I probably have at least forty or fifty in my daily drinker. That um, I used to, if I mix a drink, would be Charter 101. Oh, okay. I actually came across a case of it at Sam's Club, and it was like $15 a liter. Oh, wow. Um, As far as, um, you know, drinking it neat, right now I'm on the Anthony Bowman single barrel. That's what I'm having right
2: now, and it's. I've never had it before, and I'm impressed. I'm going to liquor barn immediately.
1: After this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we, we talked about some of the things that you're building with the the, the light fixtures and the candles. Um, what bottles are
0: you always on the lookout for? Um, um, any of the B-Tac, any of the Pappy. I mean, anything that people are looking <laughs> pretty to much get what full. we're searching yeah. for the, the real ones, right? And I
1: guess um, now are you are you looking just for handouts and say like, hey, instead of letting this go to A a market on eBay where it's going to fetch a price tag that all of a sudden – we know what's going to happen if it goes on eBay and it's going to sell for extraordinary amounts. It's going to get refoiled or a bar is going to buy it, fill it with Kentucky Tavern, and put it back on their shelf because, uh, hey, it's the pops topped, right? I mean it's sitting there, right? So that's one of the things you have to worry about is – an advisement and they don't sell your empty bottles on ebay uh it's just a you know big shame on you um but i mean are you are you offering money for for some of these empty bottles that that people could uh could could get out of it instead of a either breaking them or you know not feeling bad about selling on ebay or something like that
0: <laughs> yeah i mean we appreciate donations all the time yeah um i do barter for uh products so you know you bring me some pappies and you know, you'll get a candle, or I've had people recently off the forums. Um, um, uh, they'll send me a whole box, let's say four or five bottles, and one of the bottles they want a candle out of. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how we barter, right? Um, you know, I can pay cash depending, but. I'd rather barter. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, no, it makes I got sense. a couple. I'll
1: barter for you. Yeah. I want some of those old Weller candles. Those are pretty
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'll definitely barter with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: cool. Yeah, no, because it's definitely, it makes sense. Um, now, like, I don't have to feel bad about, you know, like, finishing a bottle and like saving onto it. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Right. I mean, like you've got a whole lot of different things you can do. Like uh, you've got light fixtures, you've got candles and you've got all these different things that, you know, we can, we can definitely go back and forth and be able to, um, you know, make those deals happen. Um, so another thing are, are there custom things that you can build for people?
0: Yeah, we do that. Um, very often, um, you know, if they have a certain bottle they want, you know, it's special to them, uh, you know, maybe has their wedding date on it or something, but make you know custom candles or lights out of that but we've gotten into making custom bourbon display shelves and storage and can incorporate you know various things from um, led lights or um, you know personal engraving or logoing on it um, furniture it's just stuff like that so we definitely do a lot of custom work. Oh, Kenny's your
2: ideal customer. He's
0: to <laughs> make his bar. Yeah, I've got this whole like bar idea and
1: basement idea that I'm doing, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit later. <laughs> um, so at the same time, where can people buy your products, right? If, if they are looking to purchase light fixtures and candles um, and they can either do a brick and mortar online, where, where can they find everything?
0: Well, locally in Louisville, we have them at Revelry Art Gallery. Um, a couple of the Hallmark stores are carrying the candles, and I believe... At Gift Horse. We have a couple of the light fixtures um, online. You go to rewickcandles.com and then I'll redirect you to our Etsy page or you can uh, email me directly, Chad at rewickcandles.com. Good deal. So, another thing about these candles, you know, are they uh,
1: a one time use? Is it something that, um, is it, you know, I guess like if anybody buys something from Yankee Candle, right? They're going to light it once, and as soon as it's down to the bottom, it gets tossed in the trash. But yeah, uh, if it's, I wouldn't it, want to throw away a Pappy bottle. For, yeah. You know, yeah well, just, well, yeah. But this, this time, the, the, the top's cut off, right? Uh, you, you could probably try to clean it out and make a cup out of it. Um, but at the same time, if it is something that means something to a lot of, uh, to somebody, or, um, you know, they're they're paying a, a hefty price tag for something that, um, you know, as you kind of said, you know, it's it's a work of art. Is there a way that you can? And Reuse it in some sort of fashion, or
0: yeah, actually, that was a uh, starting premise for the company was rewick candles, so we could refill the containers. So you basically bring it back to us or ship it to us, and uh, we clean it all out and refill it. Mm-hmm. So what was, what I guess
1: also let's talk about some costs of some of these candles, right? Um, kind of talk about maybe the, the lower end cost to the higher end cost of of what you're seeing that people are paying for some of these candles.
0: Yes, um so our candles range, at least suburban candles, range from uh, about twenty five dollars to about forty dollars. Mm-hmm. With some of the rare bottles being the exception because of the cost of getting the bottles. Um and then for refilling it's about twenty five percent less than that. Right. Cool.
2: Have you had any like distillers reach out? It's like, hey, we love these products so much, we just want them in our gift shop, you know.
0: Yeah, we have um We actually had Michter's. I was doing some event lighting for something at the Frazier Museum, some bourbon tasting they were doing over the summer, and I had brought one of our uh, lights up there with a Michter's bottle, and the president or whoever, um, general manager of Michter's, had to have it. So she went home with that light (laughs) that night, Um, and then we've worked on making some other stuff for them. But uh, recently, Barton's Distillery has reached out to us, and they're going to be giving us the visitor center tasting bottles. And then we're making some candles for them that they're going to resell and then um, within in the last their gift week, shop. in their gift okay, shop cool. yes and then within the last week bullet distillery reached out to us and they had actually about 4 months ago purchased four pendant lights mm. off of our Etsy and then uh, when we went to drop them off uh, we had a little discussion with them. So <laughs> yeah, like,
1: like, you, you know we can make a lot
0: more of these. <laughs> you know like right down the street, right? You didn't have to like go through yeah. a third-party service. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I actually have uh, one of my good friends is their uh, brain ambassador for Bullet. So he was a little bit of an in on that as well. Well, good deal. Awesome.
1: So when, you're, when people are looking at these, what are the most popular ones? And what are, the, I guess, some of the ones that, I don't want to say anything sits on the stealth like a little stale, right? But what are the, some of the bourbon bottles that you make into candles that immediately have that, that draw to them that go off the shelves faster than others?
0: Um, what you would expect would be your more popular brands, you know, and I would, I would attribute that probably to people buying gifts for other people online and just, you know, seeing a name brand bourbon and buying that, but woodford reserve is a big one makers mark um old weller um blanton's is a really good seller Mm -hmm. and then um you think it's the shape of the bottle that that gives it that i think so because it's just such a cool bottle and once we're done cutting it it just comes out that's a really good product Mm -hmm. um but those are part of the main bourbon ones. Surprisingly, Jameson, I would say, would be our best seller. Really? For the holidays? Yeah. I and mean, I think those are our only non bourbon item on our Etsy page. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking about branching out and doing some other non bourbon, non whiskey. Um, yeah, I do do that. Scotch, you can do some. <laughs> Man, we got a lot of beer people, too, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, sure. Um, yes. We've sold, I've had uh, some Fall City Beer Vintage bottles from, like, the 50s, and we sell those pretty consistently, too. Oh, wow. That's cool. We saw, when you showed us, we saw
2: these huge gallon bottles of, like, oh, Old yeah. and Old Taylor. Talk about what you might be doing with those
0: in the future. So we had a custom order request from a lady, and she wanted a Calvert Extra um, lamp for her husband for Christmas. She sent me a link to the bottle on eBay, and I bought it when it came in, it turned out to be a, a one-gallon bottle. So we're like, oh, wow. What? And by the way, we, we we looked at it first, and Ryan will have a picture of it on the
1: site. But if you actually see it, I mean, it is huge. Yeah. It is a it's huge bottle. It's bigger than two of our
0: heads put together. Yes. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so we made her that light, and it just – it was so cool. Because it's so large, it's almost comical in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've just been – doing my best to come across them and buy them up. And then eventually we'll be making more, um, probably one-offs of them, but, uh, the desk lamps and stuff like that. Right. So pretty excited about it.
1: Well, really awesome. Uh, so Chad, thank you again for being on the show today. Oh, it's okay. We can- I dropped my damn phone. <laughs> <laughs> So, Chad, thank you again for being on the show today. Uh, it was a pleasure to come up here, not only to see your shop uh, and drink your bourbon, uh, but also to listen to your story about you know how you moved from Florida, got into bourbon, um, got the bug, and started collecting, <laughs> right? If we can all kind of relate to that. Yeah, it's hard not to when you get in Louisville or just in Kentucky. You're
2: like surrounded by bourbon, so it's hard not to get enthralled yeah. with it. But, uh, yeah, I, what you're doing here is pretty cool. I mean, that old Weller bottle, you know, candle, I, I think that looks really cool, and I kind of – want a couple of them right now so. <laughs> yeah but uh no thanks for having us and appreciate
1: the bourbon this bowman is awesome it's really good so uh thanks for coming so lastly if anybody again let's let's give a give your pitch so where can they find you where can they buy your stuff uh, and if they want to get in contact with you how do they do that
0: so you can find us online, rewitcandles.com. And if uh, you want to get in contact with us, you can email me at chad at rewitcandles.com.
1: So if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We always like to uh, interact with a lot of our guests uh, through there as well as a lot of the fans in the show and kind of just want to know what you want to hear about. Uh, and we'll try to bring those guests to you.
2: Yep. We're just we're in our second winter this we're traveling all across kentucky meet and get so if there's anyone you want to hear please let us know and them because some people don't want to respond to us so <laughs> be, get on them about if you want to hear them on the bird pursuit uh, podcast
1: so all right well thanks again fellas and we'll see you next time